Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio. And we have a great episode for you today. In just a little while, we're going to talk to Scott Friedman, my buddy, who's going to talk about uh, celebrating and surprising customers as well as employees. Looking forward to that conversation. But guess what Just is, is just around the corner? And that's the holiday season. Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and any other holiday you might celebrate this time of year, like Festivus. I believe Festivus is actually December 23rd. For those people who have no idea what Festivus is, it's the holiday that was invented on Seinfeld, the hit TV show here in the United States. And uh, it was George Costanza's father who celebrated Festivus for the rest of us, the airing of grievances and strengths. Very funny episode. Check it out. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Anyway. A few years ago, uh, this is a great Christmas story. I shared a story about uh, an Ace Hardware manager uh, who went above and beyond uh, for his customer. And this was just, the, it's the perfect story. I actually, this is the truth. I was doing a speech in Las Vegas, 600 people in the audience. Ace Hardware was the client. And I asked people to share uh, what I call a moment of magic, that positive customer experience. And I said, they don't have to be over the top, just something positive you do for your customers. And this gentleman, his name's Jeffrey Gall. He's from Dunedin, Florida, raised his hand. He's the manager of uh, the store in uh, Florida, and he's at the Ace Hardware store. And he shared this story. And I am not kidding you. People in the audience actually cried. That's right. They cried. They, it was so emotional what this guy did. Talk about going above and beyond. So here's the story. Um, there was an elderly lady who was visiting the Ace Hardware store, and they had Christmas trees in front of the store around holiday time, just like many stores do. The trees were lined up in front of the store, and Jeffrey was helping her choose one of them. And she spotted a tree, and she said she loved this particular tree, and it would look great in her home, but it was just too darn tall and too big, and there's no way that she can get into the car, carry it up the steps of her apartment, and uh, decorate the tree. And that's when Jeffrey said, that's not a problem. I'll be happy to deliver it to your home, and I'll even help you decorate it. Now, come on. Is this what a typical store manager would do for a customer at a hardware store? I mean, you have to think this guy was kidding, but I'm going to tell you something. He was not kidding. And he did exactly what he promised he would do. At the end of the evening, when he was finished working, he loaded up the Christmas tree, and he took it to her home, and he helped her actually decorate it. And guess what? This became a tradition. So for the next nine years, this woman would come in, pick out a tree, and Jeffrey would deliver it and help her decorate it. Nine years. And Jeffrey jokes that he had to listen to the same stories that she would tell over and over each year. Uh, she served him a piece of banana bread and a Diet Coke every time. He said it was like spending time with his grandmother. Anyway, the tradition finally ended when she eventually passed away in her 80s. And at the funeral, there were about 10 people. He was one of them. 
and she had told all of her neighbors about Jeffrey and the special time they had together. Now, this manager had become much more than just a hardware store manager. He became more than just a friend. He was like family to this customer, all because he was willing to do a little something extra. And whether it's holiday time or any time throughout the year, we want to treat our customers special. We want to try to give them maybe a little something extra. Maybe it's a little more positive attitude. Maybe it's that extra smile. Maybe you're just simply saying thank you one more time. So what's your version of this Christmas tree story? I'm sure you've got one, and I want you to think about it, and I want you to start doing it more and more for your customers. All right, it's time to introduce you to my buddy Scott Friedman. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about his book. We're going to talk about surprising and celebrating our employees and our customers. This is Shep Hyken on Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening and don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promised you an amazing interview, and we are not going to let you down today. We have Scott Friedman, who is a CSP, Certified Speaking Professional, a former president of the National Speakers Association, of which I am also a former president. And by the way, uh, there's a whole other story we probably won't get into, but he's one of the reasons I am Uh, or I guess I am a former, I was the president of the National Speakers Association. He is an author, and his book, Celebrate, Lessons Learned from the World's Most Admired Organizations, is what we're going to be talking about today because it's all about getting your employees engaged. It's about uh, getting them excited to take care of customers as well as their internal customers. And finally, i got to tell you something that everybody knows about Scott who knows him. He has a passion for helping others, and he founded a nonprofit organization, uh, Together We Can Change the World, and it serves orphans and less fortunate women in uh, Asia, Southeast Asia. This guy is amazing. He's a giver, he's smart, he's good-looking, and he's still single for the women that are out there. My buddy, Scott Friedman, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. I think that's the best intro I've ever had. Can I use that? <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you do. So, so you wrote this book, uh, Celebrate, Lessons Learned from the World's Most Admired Organizations. And by the way, celebration and celebrate seems to be something that I know that you have been talking about and doing on your own for years. You finally decided to write a book about it. What's it about? So we did research in 35 countries, interview surveys to find out how organizations engage employees create customer experience, and use celebration as a strategic tool. And we found that four things stand out if you want to create celebration in your organization and then pass it on to your customers. One is inclusivity, making sure that everybody feels part of the team that has a sense of belonging. Two is gratitude, that your not only your your employees, but your customers 
feel cared for, feel that you really do feel that you're, you truly are grateful for, for their business and, and who they are. Play is how do you, how do you take your customers and put them in, into the play mode, into the, uh, uh, into really the state of flow? Play is number and three? Play is number three. Mm-hmm. And surprise is how do you delight or how do you surprise your customers with what's highest on their joy list? I like and, that. Uh, yeah, so, so we got all kinds of great examples from from around the world, actually. Inclusivity and, uh, and and inclusivity, I think that seems to be more internally focused. Yes, it does. Mm. So because once once they're inclusive, then once they feel included, then you know, happy employees create happy customers. I love uh, Leif Johansson, who was the president. CEO of the Volvo Group in 1998 when he took over, he changed the official language of the Volvo Group from English to, want to take a guess? Well, I mean, Volvo is Swedish, but I think English to everything? Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's, actually, a tr- it's actually a trick question. Bad English. English so, to bad English. Isn't so that the name think? of a rock band from the uh, yeah, 80s? I, I, think, I think you were in it. If I, you were the drummer, were you not? Back when I had hair? <laughs> Long <Exactly>. hair. <laughs> no. no, so because he wanted he wanted everybody to have a voice. Did he want people to speak bad English? No, he wanted to give every employee uh, permission to to speak up, to uh, to really uh, allow them to to have a voice. And uh, and once they once they feel that they can talk about anything, then they feel comfortable. Then they can be their authentic selves. And I think that's where where good customer experience starts. So that's one example of inclusivity. Uh, go ahead and give us another one or two because I think this is really important. You've got to tie everybody in the organization together. And like you said, happy employees equal happy customers. I say what happens on the inside of a company is felt on the outside by the customer. And it starts internally, and I think inclusivity is a great, great word. Yeah. The, the other, I mean, the Rich Carlton, you know, we are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, My favorite it's, mantra. It's, yeah, I mean, yep. if they feel if your employees feel dignified and respected, they're uh, going to pass it on to the customers. Yeah. Another Tony uh, Tony Fernandez, who's the CEO of Air Asia, spent a little time with him over in uh, in Malaysia. He has a he, he said his number one goal or his number one purpose at Air Asia is to unleash diamonds, to really find what's best in every single employee and challenge them to. To uh, take it up a notch and to to live what their highest purpose is. Wow, I love that, and so I mean it, I love it. So the CEO is focusing on people before anything. It sounds a little bit like, and as long as we're talking about airlines, sounds a little bit like Herb Kelleher and Southwest Airlines, or Richard Branson, you know, or Richard Branson. Take care of our employees, mm-hmm. and then we take care of our customers, and then we take care of our shareholders, and if we do it in that order, everybody's taken care of. Right, and you know what? You think other businesses could pick up on this idea? course or per, perhaps other airlines might pick up on this idea <laughs> <laughs> what about united uh, can you can you call somebody there well united has opportunity just in the name okay but yeah, uh, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> so as i think Does united are the employees united are they united <laughs> with the passengers uh, you know is, is that and, a goal that they're trying to is achieve? it a goal isn't their motto <laughs> we're not happy till you're not happy 
<laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. I'm kidding. I, I, I'm not going to knock a company. United, yeah. we're having fun right now. We're just playing with you. So if you happen to be listening to this, just know it's a joke. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, gratitude. That's number two. Let's talk a little bit about gratitude. And I know what gratitude is, showing appreciation. But how do we do this? Uh, because everybody says, hey, we need to make sure that our customers are appreciated. They're, they know that we appreciate their business. We need to thank them for the business. But sometimes, and, and I believe if you treat the people internally, kind of like this inclusivity and Richard Branson thing you just talked about, if you treat people internally the way you want your customers treated, it's great. So maybe we show a lot of gratitude toward our customers to get them to show a lot of gratitude. I'm sorry, a lot of gratitude toward our employees to get them to show gratitude toward customers. Yeah, I mean, and even with the customers, it's, I mean, you, you go off script and instead of saying, you know, here's what you, here's what you need to say to create good customer experience. I mean, it's really, it's more what, what words are, are you, are you, coming from i love the royal plaza on scotts who we're going to talk a little bit more about when it comes to surprise but their their service acronym stands for refreshing versatile individualized charming and extraordinary so uh it's the they're not going to give you a script when you talk to customers they're going to give you uh those seven words to you know make it come alive make it make it be authentic. Connect with each individual customer, and and be grateful that not not only do you have a job, but be grateful for that those people are the ones that write your paycheck every week. Give me those seven words again. So the uh, the service acronym is uh, uh, gosh, now I'm forgetting what this what the S was. Um, let me give you the, let me give you Irvis and then come back. Okay. <laughs> So, Irvis, empowerment, refreshing, versatile, individualized, charming, and extraordinary or extraordinary. And whatever S stands for, I'm sure it's just fine. But here, here's the concept. And you said this is the hotel, uh, the Royal... Uh, you stayed there. Yeah, I, Royal I, Plaza on Scotts. Royal, I did stay at Royal Plaza on Scotts. And, and here's the concept. And we'll go back, like, to the mantra, since we're talking hotels, of the Ritz-Carlton. We're ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. When somebody understands uh, what that means, and when you come to work at, at, you know, the Royal Plaza, and you are taught, hey, this is what we're all about, and then you have these seven words, the key is to train people to those seven words. To train, those are your service standards, and you want to train to that. And I think, uh, you know, a part of training these people properly is getting them in the mindset of showing appreciation. And when you train well, uh, employees are appreciated because they say, hey, they're taking the time to make sure and investing in me to make sure that I do a great job. We're going to turn around and, and we're going to reciprocate as employees and deliver that to our customers. All right. So that is I like that gratitude. You've got uh, inclusivity and we've got gratitude. Let's go with play. Let's go with play. I think we're going to have fun with play. You know what we might want to do with play? We might want to talk about play as soon as we come back from our first break. Actually, it's our second break. But let's come back in just a moment. We're going to talk about play. We're going to talk about surprise. We're going to talk about more on how you can delight and surprise uh, with your customers. And this is Scott Friedman we're talking to who wrote the book, Celebrate Lessons Learned from the World's Most Admired Organization. Scott, you can get this book on Amazon, right? 
you can. You can get it everywhere that books are sold. Well, maybe not everywhere, but you can definitely get it on Amazon. So if you want to celebrate <laughs> and you want to surprise and delight not only your customers but your employees as well, I recommend that you do not pass go. You do not collect $100. You simply pause this show and go to Amazon. And in the meantime, we're going to be right back. And uh, don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. Chef Hiking here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Scott Friedman. And uh, he is sharing with us these four principles of creating surprise, inclusivity, uh, gratitude, play. And actually, it's not creating surprise. It's, cr- it's creating celebration. Is that right? How do you create surprise? How do you celebrate these four? Yeah, all the, you turn on your GPS. Yeah? GPS. That's that's how you that's how celebration works in any organization. That's what's that's what you need to make it a uh, to, to really to, to really come alive in any organization. You turn on the GPS, gratitude, play, surprise. Right. I love it. Then you have to be inclusive from the very beginning. Right from the very beginning. So, all right. And by the way, you, you still don't know what the letter S stands for. It hasn't come back to me yet, but you know, as soon as we hang up, it's coming back. I you're promise. getting you're, you're you're not old enough uh, to to start no, losing the memory like this. But hey, let's talk about play. I love the concept of play. Play, and I know you, Scott. You're like the most fun guy in the world. You send postcards for all these holidays that you normally wouldn't get any postcards for, or or greeting cards with all these fun little sayings and jokes and, you know, 10 ways to celebrate, you know, the July 4th Independence Day here in the U.S. You have all kinds of fun, playful things. But does that, is that the same type of thing we're talking about in an organization? Yeah, it's, it's creating authenticity among your employees. I love Zappos. One of their core values is we create fun and a little weirdness. I love it. That's number three, I believe. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Yeah, so what, is, what does that mean? So, you, so if they're having fun and you give, the, you give them permission to have fun with their, with their customers, so I think it's that a little weirdness. Are, are you a little weird? You are. You're, you're a lot weird, aren't you? I'm extremely. I, I'm extremely. Yeah, me too. My kids so think is, I'm really weird. Well, really, really weird. Kids. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. But I think they're a good judge of character. <laughs> I think so. So really what they're saying is that you have permission to be your authentic self. You, if, you, if you come to work ready to play, then it's, when you're in interactions with customers, it's, it's, a, it's just a conversation where you're, you're in the state of flow. You're, in the, you know, you're there to not control the customer but ask what we have in common and to, you know, you know, to take their lead as far as uh, – Pay attention to their, to their, the way how quick they talk. Uh, if they engage you in conversation, it gives you permission then to to be a little bit more playful. But it really, I think, starts with authenticity. And then uh, there's all kinds of ways from from there to, uh, to to create rituals to to enjoy more. 
which which all of the surprise rituals really are about play. So I'd love to chat a little about you know, some of the some companies and, and some of the things yeah. I've seen that that really uh, you know that really speak to that. Well, before we get into surprise, the whole concept of play, I, I want you to think about it this way, Scott. You and I, we go all over the world. We get on a stage and we talk to these large audiences, and if we're not having fun, there's a pretty good chance that audience isn't having fun either. And uh, that's why I'm so serious about play. I want to have an enjoyable experience on stage. I'm going to do everything I can to create that enjoyable experience for my customers who are the audience, right? I think you do the same. And there's no doubt, the more fun we're having up there, uh, and by the way, that doesn't mean we get, you know, we're being paid to play and have a great time. No, we are putting on a presentation that elevates uh, to the level of uh, not just delivering content, but having fun while we do it. It's the sugar that makes the medicine go down. And the more fun we're having and that audience is laughing, the more engaged they are. And it's the same, you know, I think with, with employees talking and dealing with customers. It's not like we're trying to get them to laugh and have a great time. But the better we are at what we do is we raise our level of, and you call it authenticity, uh, you call it maybe even a little bit of playfulness where we can have fun, where we can interact, where we can build rapport, I think the better it is for our customer. By the way, I want to emphasize this because I don't think this is what you mean. It's not like we're trying to get the customer to laugh with us but we're trying to get the customer to enjoy their experience with us. Exactly. So yeah, I, I think about when you when you're talking about the uh, the audience. I think about you know audience is a mirror of us. The customer is a mirror of us. If we're comfortable and playful and authentic, then we give the customer permission to do all those things as well. I love that. That's great. That's tweetable, by the way. Uh, oh, good. I, so, yeah. have at least one of those. I know. I know. All right, surprise. Surprise number four. It wasn't much of a surprise. We've been promising it since we started talking about the four. <laughs> surprise. Yeah, so so surprise, you know, I, the first one that comes to mind is the Kempton moment. So Kempton now has over 50 hotels and restaurants in, uh, in the U.S. They just opened up their first foreign property. They have a they pay $10,000 for an authentic, unscripted moment of care so that one employee somewhere in the United States in one of their 50 properties or restaurants is going to get $10,000 based on something that they do that's, that's, uh, that's unique, that's authentic, that's unscripted, that really creates that uh, emotional connection. You know, Tony Chase talks about those personal emotional connections, and that's what surprises is is geared to do is how do you how do you create emotional connection and nothing does it like surprise yeah like a ten thousand dollar surprise <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of nice wouldn't yeah it? how many times do they do is it once a year is it once a week is it every day one, one, once a day can you believe it no once a year no once a year so you know what i'm going to tell you my story about the kimpton and talk about surprise i was blown away uh, I stayed at the Muse Hotel, which is a Kimpton Hotel in New York City, Times Square. And the when I checked in, the person said, am I here for a special occasion? I said, actually, I'm here for a meeting, but my wife's coming in this weekend, and it kind of is a special occasion. It's her anniversary. And, here's, and, and this is what the guy said. When is your wife coming in? And I think I was there on Wednesday. She comes in Friday. 
What does she like to drink? Now, this isn't going to be a surprise. It would be a surprise if nothing happened, because why would he ask me, what does she like to drink? I said, oh, a bottle of wine, I don't know, whatever. Or I said, a glass of wine. So I knew that something was going to happen. There was going to be an amenity of some sort in my room, okay? So I show up to the room on Friday afternoon with my wife after my meeting. She flies in. We go up there. Let me tell you what was there. There was chocolate. There was a bottle of wine. There was a note that said happy anniversary. And by the way, the chocolate was in a little yellow taxi cab. Now, if you know anything about me, I tell a story about a taxi cab driver, right? right. And and uh, then, get this. Are you ready for the most over-the-top? And by the way, ready. if you look at my Facebook feed, you'll see a picture of this. You'll see it on Instagram. I, I posted it everywhere. I sent a letter to the hotel manager. I sent a letter to Kimpton. They, I love them. They love me. There was a picture of my wife and I in a frame next to the bottle of wine. Where do you think they got the picture? From Facebook or Instagram. Exactly, exactly. These people are innovative. They're sharp. And I think, boy, you talk about being surprised. I was blown away. And I'm yeah. still talking about it. You know, several <laughs> years later, I'm still talking about it. I love going to that hotel. I love going to any Kempton hotel. So we just, yeah, very nice. We just did a Together We Can Change the World tour in the Philippines not mm-hmm. long ago. And uh, we checked into our, our partner was Discovery Suites. They have three properties in the Philippines, uh, and they're they're uh, uh, the new property in Makati uh, called Discovery Premea. We checked in there, and we had this beautiful cookie in our room. But the cookie was our book covers. So oh, my you talk my about surprise. Was, yeah, so it was that that book was happily ever laughter. I'm like, oh, and everybody was just so blown away by that. That's so clever because first they had to figure out, you know, I mean, it's so easy to do today, actually. Uh, One of my favorite examples on Surprise, I'm speaking a couple years ago in Sri Lanka. And check into the hotel, go into my room, and I notice there's a a photo in a nice frame by the bed. And I notice a photo, and and I get closer. It's me and eight kids from one of the homes that we built between Chiang Mai and Chiang Rai, Thailand, in Wang Papau, they had gone onto our Facebook, Together We Can Change the World page, uh, just did a simple right-click like you can do. You know, you just highlight it and just copy image, send it to, you know, here I would send it to Shutterfly. And, uh, and then, wow, I mean, talk about personal emotional connection. I, I, that's that's really the difference. Here I am halfway around the world, and it's like now anything that happens after that second moment of truth is uh, I don't even care about. You know, I get food poisoning. Who cares? What's a little food poisoning? <laughs> I have that photo. These people you know? love me. It's great. <laughs> hey, Scott, you do the same thing. You surprised Cindy and I, my my wife and I, when we were recently in Denver. You gave us a coffee mug, and it's like you know, looked at the coffee mug. Oh my gosh, there's a picture of us on the coffee mug. <laughs> well, that's my favorite thing to do. That was the trip that you were in when you were president of Venice and you were over in Singapore. I looked through all the pictures that we had, and my favorite picture was you and Cindy at Jumbo Restaurant, one of my favorite I love that restaurant, in- one of my favorite restaurants in Singapore. In, the, uh, in, in that lobster bib. I'm thinking, I, you know, so that's the key is it's not just a photo. It's the, you know, how many photos did we have that trip? We probably had 100 photos. Uh, it's a specific was- memory, a special memory. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden you're going to look at them and, they go, and immediately it's going to call back that experience. And uh, and, and it's so easy to do. I, I remember I was listening to one of your 
one of your previous podcasts with Andy Masters, and he talked about the 15 minutes or less, $15 or less, long-lasting impact. How much money does it cost for a, for a photo? I mean, for a mug. Maybe that's right on the border, probably about 15 bucks. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, you have a little process set up to do it, and, uh, and it makes such a huge difference. That's why our, our winner for surprise in the book is, is Royal Plaza on Scotts, because they do it for their, not only for their customers, but their employees as well. They're constantly looking at surprise. And I, I remember interviewing the general manager, Patrick Fiat, and the director of marketing at the time, Odette Huang, and I said, geez, you know, because we had, they had so many examples and so many fun examples. I said, how do you, how do you possibly do that? I mean, I mean, it must, it must take so much time. And, and she says, you know, it's, it's kind of like the Ritz Carlton, after you've done the lineup so many times, you, it's implanted in your brain service mentality. Same thing at Royal Plaza, it's implanted in your brain this celebration mentality. How can we surprise? How can we truly? create deep emotional connection with our customers and then we just start we just start throwing out ideas guy uh, writes they have a when they get a confirmation email one of the things that it says is you know is there are you celebrating something special or is there something we can do for you and people write in weird things just just to mess with royal plaza and then they write in you know serious things that they're celebrating so uh, that coffee mug idea what they do is they're celebrating a 50-year anniversary, they will track down simply on Facebook because it shows who your relatives are. They'll do a little, you know, a little mission. And they'll track down a picture of the wedding from 50 years ago. It'll be on a mug or in a frame or something clever when you come into your room. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. But uh, there's a man that wrote in and he said, uh, he says, your laundry prices are too expensive. I can buy a new pair of underwear than what it cost me to clean it at your hotel. So he checks into the hotel, he goes into the bathroom, there's a clothesline in the in the bathroom, and there's a pair of boxers for every day of the week, colorful boxers, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that that relate to his hobbies. Can you imagine? I mean, I, 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 I mean, can't imagine. I mean, that just blows me away. And you know what? And and here's here's what what's happening. There's a huge trend right now, and it's called customization and personalization. And when you can, uh, everything we've talked about, you know, your inclusivity, your gratitude, your play, I think that is all a great. And I think that's the standard way you do business day in and day out. Surprise, you have to look for opportunities to do that. But when you can surprise and personalize that surprise, I mean, it's not just like sending up, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I get it all the time. I check into a hotel, and there's a little uh, plate of fruit or cheese or maybe a chocolate that says, welcome back to the hotel. I mean, that's nice. It's a perk. I love it. It's an amenity, and I appreciate it. So, by the way, all the hotels out there listening, don't take that the wrong way. I love it when you send me free stuff in my room. But taking it to a whole nother level, personalization at the level of the Royal Plaza, I mean, we can learn a lot from and, and I'm just emphasize it again. If you haven't bought the book or you don't know about the book, it's called Celebrate Lessons Learned from the World's Most Admired Organizations. Great book. And by the way, you've been mentioning hotels. You don't have to be in the hospitality business. We've talked Kempton. We've talked Ritz. We've talked Royal Plaza. Uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, Sean Hanks, over at Premier, they are a B2B company. They are a business that sells to business. They do something really cool. I have this, like, uh, Lucite statue. It looks like an Oscar 
Uh, like I would have won an award at the Oscar uh, Awards or the Grammy Awards. But it's this Lucite statue, and it's engraved. And they actually called it Shep Hiking Day. I came to their office, and they get. But what they do is they actually engrave special messages, an award of some sort, like they award their client, you know, for some special event they do. And I found out they bought a bunch of statues. They bought an engraving machine, and. They have it, it's a beautiful presentation, and let me tell you, I was blown away by this. It's sitting. It doesn't say, uh, you know, it's not blatant promotion. I will never forget my day at Premier. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, talk about surprise. But it can be any type of business if we can surprise our customers. Yeah. We endear ourselves to them that much more. And when you're talking that, about deep emotional connection, that's why I love that the photo. I mean, it's so easy today to learn so much about people. And the, you know, the memory of a photo, when you look at a photo or, or a song, those kind of things, if, if you can personalize them, it makes all the difference in the world. It really uh, one does. One of my favorites, I, a, 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 client of, a client had given to me when I, when I spoke at their conference, when I checked into the room, the, the meeting planner had called Nancy, who had worked for, for many years, asked her a series of questions. So she has a little questionnaire. Uh, on that questionnaire, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's Scott's? first car what was uh, what was what's scott's favorite pet's name uh what what are his hobbies when i checked in that hotel there was a cookie in the shape of every single one of those answered questions so there was a funny bone there was a, a mountain bike there was there was my uh, uh we had a bedlington terrier there was a terrier and a cookie i'm like oh my gosh and not just uh, regular cookies. They were peanut butter cookies because that was another question she asked. What's his favorite kind of cookie? Wow. So, but you know what wasn't was... there? What? You. No. You, no. You a cookie with a favorites. picture of your wife. Because you don't have one and you're a single guy still looking. And I yeah, know I you, Scott. You <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Another plug. I, another I, plug for you. I think I'm desperate. <laughs> no, no, but I can tell you, you're quite, you're actually, if, if, they, if they can get you, you're quite a catch. I throw that out because since I've known you, you've been the single guy that's always out there uh, just having fun, uh, going all over the world, meeting all kinds of interesting people. And, uh, you, you know, you're a relationship guy, except obviously not a permanent relationship guy. <laughs> no, no. Well, but, with everybody but the wife. All joking aside, no, you are truly a relationship guy and you get it. All right, we have time for one more quick tip if there's one thing you want this audience listening to our show to remember what do you want it to be yeah well i think the one thing that we didn't talk about that i would like to use that that last minute for is so how do you in your organization so how do you make sure you have people turn on their gps and uh, the royal plaza does it so well if you align what you want the performance appraisal with your brand values that measures in their case Urbis, oh, service, but I don't remember what the S is. <laughs> so that, that's how they get paid. And they have to come up with specific examples of, you know, what did you do that were, ah, there it is, specific. Specific is the S. Specificity. It, it came back. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, yeah, so, so their, their performance appraisal, they have to come up with ways that they've shown in action specificity, refreshing, versatility individualized, charming, and extraordinary. So align it to your behaviors to the brand values. 
Yeah, I love it. Love it. It's good stuff. Great stuff, as a matter of fact. All right, the book, once again, one more time, Celebrate Lessons Learned from the World's Most Admired Organizations by Scott Friedman, my buddy and now yours. Scott, thanks for being on the show. That was great fun. Thanks, Chef. It was great. This is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>